Simon Marks joins us live from Washington, D.C. Simon, apart from Taiwan, what other issues are expected to feature on this agenda? Well, look, there's obviously an absolutely enormous range of very tense, very contentious issues that these two men uh, are going to be talking about. And with regard to that idea of President Xi possibly inviting uh, President Biden to attend the Winter Olympics, he is under the U.S. president enormous pressure from Congress not to do that because the United States has declared that the treatment of Uyghur Muslims and others in Xinjiang is an act of genocide. So human rights issues are definitely going to be raised by President Biden, according to the White House. Uh, the president is likely to press President Xi also uh, to be more cooperative and engage in fresh efforts to try and help the world understand the origins of the COVID-19 pandemic. The issue of cybersecurity uh, is going to be on the agenda with the United States uh, eager to nip in the bud any hacking attacks that uh, are occurring uh, from Chinese soil or by Chinese-related uh, interests. And then there's the issue of climate change, which only a week ago looked as though it was suddenly going to be somewhat productive in terms of the collaboration, the surprise announcement that was made at COP26 by uh, US climate change czar John Kerry and his Chinese opposite number. But then suddenly over the weekend, China, of course, endorsed India's efforts to dilute the impact of the Glasgow climate Pact. So it's going to be very interesting to see how President Biden addresses that during the course of this conversation. So given the contentious nature of these issues, can we expect the meeting to ease tensions or is there a chance it could actually go in the opposite direction? Well, it depends, of course, on the uh, trajectory of the meeting itself and on exactly what is said and uh, what issues come to dominate the conversation. Uh, I mean, White House officials have insisted for months now that there is no substitute for leader-level conversations between the United States and China uh, as an opportunity not just to gain a better understanding of where uh, the two countries uh, respectively stand, but also as an opportunity to try and step back from this kind of day-to-day -day tennis match that seems to often be underway uh, between Washington and Beijing on so many different fronts. So, no question that there's no substitute for leader-level conversation, but also uh, analysts here argue there's no question that one conversation cannot come close to resolving all of the differences that exist. And that may be one reason why uh, the White House has been telling reporters for days now that there is no expectation of any kind of concrete deliverable coming out of this conversation and no expectation that it's going to lead to the release of a joint statement after it's over. Simon, for both leaders, how is uh, domestic politics expected to play into the meeting's outcome? Well, I mean, they're in dramatically different situations. President Biden goes into this meeting uh, with his approval rating here in the United States uh, in free fall, down to 41 percent uh, in the uh, latest uh, Washington Post-ABC News poll that was published over the weekend. His vice president, Kamala Harris, is even more unpopular. Just 28 percent of voters approve uh, of her handling of her role in the administration. President Xi, by contrast, uh, saw 
saw his uh, authority, of course, uh, uh, underscored and uh, uh, given a, a longer potential lease of life as a result of that uh, plenum that was held by senior Chinese Communist Party figures in Beijing last week. Uh, and President Xi will be very aware that President Biden is heading into a new year here that has midterm elections at the end of it that may see the president's Republican opponents recapturing majorities in both houses of Congress, which would absolutely hobble Joe Biden uh, politically uh, here in the United States. There has to be an impact of all of that uh, on these conversations, just as there has to be an impact of the, the virtual nature of this, as opposed to the two men actually being in the same room with one another and being able to take a measure of each other in the more traditional way. Thanks to that, Simon. That's Simon Marks in Washington, D.C.